0: This episode of the Tech UK podcast is sponsored by Spidvid.com. This week on the Tech UK podcast, talk talk mobile broadband to arrive in the summer, the launch of more fiber optic broadband, unlimited downloads to become a thing of the past, the iPhone HD is leaked, and much, much more. So sit back, relax, and get ready for the Tech UK podcast. And welcome to episode 6 of the Tech UK podcast. I'm Giovanni. And I'm Stefano. So, this week's been another really exciting week, filled with loads of things, including the iPhone HD. But let's get straight into the news. So our first story is that UK ISP TalkTalk will become essentially a quadplay provider. So, quadplay means that they, a same company, such as, for example, Virgin Media, provides four different services. So, in this case, TalkTalk Talk will be providing... Um, what will it be providing? You'll have landline services, you'll have internet, and we also have the internet TV, which should soon be coming, and now they've announced that they will also be able to offer mobile broadband. And... This does seem like it would be a virtual mobile network. So what it is, is they won't be launching their own cell towers everywhere. They will be piggybacking off another network. So, for example, they may be using O2 or um, Orange or T-Mobile.
1: Um, doesn't Tesco do a similar thing like this with O2?
0: Yeah, so Tesco does, um for its iPhone contracts and for um Tesco Mobile, it essentially does this, but Talk, Talk will be offering the mobile broadband deal. So this could very well mean that they also may be getting to the mobile market, making it um <laughs> an even bigger conglomerate of of um different services. And it currently has it's actually um that by at the moment now they are seeking to essentially get more customers and um TalkTalk, Talk, it says here on top10.com that TalkTalk Talk hopes that sweetening its offer will enable the company, which has become the UK's largest consumer broadband, by customer numbers with one, with 4.1 million subscribers, capture an even larger market share in 2010. So, with 4.1 million subscribers already, TalkTalk Talk seems to be doing um, quite well. But, we still don't know when this is coming, and apparently, from what we've seen here, is that it will be coming this summer.
1: I think um, they um, did their best to to team up with a company, because if they did it on their own, I think it would be less likely to uh, succeed. Yeah, I've
0: also um, got to say that the way that they've also bought Tiscali means that they'll be able to offer the TV so... Offering all these services together will hopefully give Virgin Media a run for its money and make, and make basically, have a service which is cheaper. Because I think the prices that... I know we're charged very low prices in the UK compared to the US where people are paying 80 and and $100 per month to, to get less than we get here. But in comparison to the rest of our services, the current prices are ridiculous. There are Virgin Media packages which cost £60 per month. And if you add on mobile broadband and all that, it can get quite expensive. So um, it seems that this could be really good. And the second piece of news is actually another fantastic piece of news for TalkTalk customers. And TalkTalk has revealed that it plans to get customers onto its fibre optic broadband network. So um, broadband provider TalkTalk has revealed how it is working to ensure of um all of its customers are getting services through its own fiber optic network.
1: I think I know how uh, they can do this. May make, make it really cheap than cheaper than Virgin, because I think Virgin is the 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 only I- internet provider which is um doing fiber optic
0: um at the moment. Yeah, it is at the moment, is, and. There are a few independent providers, but those are not nationwide by any chance. And I've actually just reread the article right now, and it seems that it's quite a misleading article because the fiber optic broadband network is not actually to the person's home; it's actually in between um, exchanges. So it will be faster to get to um, to the server directly from the exchange, but it won't necessarily be faster to your house. So what that essentially means is that. It will. Uh, there probably will be some kind of speed improvement as they're not using BT's own network, but they're using their the fiber optic network. But it's not going to be the 20, 50, or 100 megabit services that um, Virgin Media is currently offering. Um, obviously, they've already revealed that all of, its, all of their customers are being placed on a 24 megabit speed profile. So together, these things will will get a lot of people uh slightly sp- um faster speed now something that I do want to clarify about the um the story that we covered about the 24 megabit speed profile that does not mean that you will be getting a boost in your internet if you're already getting less than 8 megabits practically because for the most part if you are limited to close to 8 megs maybe if you got 5 6 7 8 megs you probably will see an increase Maybe to 10 to 14 megs. But if you're only getting 1 or 2 megabytes, you, megabits, um, you will not be seeing a drastic increase. Because all they've done is taken away the part which says your maximum is 8 megabits now. They're not going to be somehow speeding up the line. So it seems that you you won't be getting super fast broadband from them. But Eclipse is actually launching um, a fiber optic network um. And Eclipse Internet is taking steps into the fiber optic cable market.
1: I know in the last article you said that TalkTalk Talk wasn't doing this through um, BT's um, Network. Yeah. yeah. Is this going to be... Uh,
0: no, it seems that this one will be... Okay, I'm not going to say too much because it seems that this is a fiber optic broadband package. So it appears it will be going direct to your house. So what's happening is they're offering two packages from Eclipse Internet, and they are priced at thirty nine ninety five a month and forty nine ninety five a month respectively. And you get speeds of up to forty megabits per second. I assume that's in the second one. And you get a fifty gigabyte allowance during peak hours and unlimited usage between eleven pm and nine am. And you get a free VDSL modem. Of course, if you get the Eclipse Fiber Pro, which is more expensive, you get higher upload speeds, you get a larger usage allowance um, allowance in peak hours, and you get a free WAN router. And also, because it's launching these packages now, Eclipse is also offering to waive the £75 installation fee um, for anyone that signs up before May 1st. So, um, this, this will... Hopefully, bring some competition to Virgin Media. Even with these other other companies like TalkTalk Talk offering 24 megabit up to 24 megabit um, internet, it is some use in getting us more competition. Because even though you might not get full 20 meg, you probably wouldn't even get that full 20 meg on um, Virgin Media either. So it's not like there is much of a of a difference, but it does does mean that there will be a lot more competition. Now, next piece of news is actually kind of disappointing for me, but I suppose it does make sense. And apparently, unlimited broadband downloads are to become a thing of the past. So according to David Williams, chief um, executive of broadband company, the Avanti Group, um, he says that all you can eat will disappear. That is the quote. So essentially, what will happen is these people like Sky, which is the only real a hundred percent um on Unli- unlimited. unlimited um service, he reckons they will stop doing this
1: well, um I think he needs more evidence
0: to prove his point yeah, this one of those things that this is what he wants, and essentially he um claims he is a hundred percent certain that a hundred percent certain, yeah, that unlimited downloads will be dropped by ISPs as they attempt to clamp down on content freeloaders. And he says neither consumers or providers are bearing the cost. He told the news provider.
1: Maybe a um, May his broadband company will um not do this on a limited thing. It doesn't mean that every c- company has to. Yeah, if
0: if his company wants to do that, that's fine, but even for example comcast in the us i think this is what they should do i i don't agree with unlimited downloads because i think it's a bit it's a bit too much but we will get to the point where you won't be able to meter it because there's going to be so much data flowing through but for example comcast in the us is um has imposed a as some people call it tiny 250 gigabyte cap and they say that's tiny oh no And then this was over a year ago. Then they finally released a bandwidth meter recently so that people could check as if there weren't free ones already available online. And people were outraged. Oh, no, 250 gigs. Not megs, gigs. And I'm on 40 gigs now. To be fair, it's not sufficient. I would prefer 100. But once we get into this age of HD video, um, HD gaming, and when we get IPTV, really big um, IPTV, so we get our TV via the internet... I don't think that people will be up for um for stuff like this and us having to have like really i think old fashioned broadband caps because
1: they should be able to handle loads. I think that people um uh, who say that is uh, too much i think um they um uh, done podcast like us and um video pop. Podcast Not even that. It's it's a lot simpler. And like um, uh, watch watch like a lot of YouTube videos.
0: For example, to do two hundred fifty gigs a month. So if say so you download five or six movies off iTunes. So say you do say you do a weekly um, a iTunes. Yeah, like a weekly weekend cinema, for example, and you watch the latest film. So you pay your ten ninety nine or nine ninety nine for your newest film, and that uses up about one and a quarter gigabyte. So that's five gigabytes gone in a month. Then you've got stuff like podcasts. If you subscribe to quite a few video podcasts in HD, a lot of these um, are 600, 700 megabytes each. When you add all your audio podcasts, this can add up to quite a few gigabytes. I don't think it would be over 100 gigabytes, but when you include the fact that you want to be able to do games online, you want to be able to watch videos as you want without having to worry as I currently have to worry then it seems like 250 gigabytes for the moment is enough when the web is mainly HD video it will clearly not be enough
1: yeah yeah. I think when that happens like more people will be on the internet
0: yeah so it's just going to mean more bandwidth and if these people think that by limiting their um their the way that they deliver the internet. So if they think, oh, if we cap it at um, 100 gigabytes or something, it's going to be okay. It's not going to be okay. They will have to upgrade their network, even if there was no increase in bandwidth. The increase in users alone would be enough to to create such a massive um, increase in, in bandwidth. So these people do need to, to get into shape. In more positive news, Google has now introduced free SatNav on Google Maps for the Android phones, um, and the Daily Mail is calling this a blow to Tontong. And so in the US, you've been able to essentially go into Google Maps if you're running Android 1.6 and above, and just do SatNav on it, which is quite cool. Um, Do
1: Will be coming on on any other phone or... so the the
0: Android phones. So Android is the Google operating system and it's on yeah. a lot of phones. And oh I see what you mean by other yeah. phones, yeah. So let me just finish the story first. Um so you'll be able to use it to find your way around the UK and map things like speed cameras, but it does have a few other so it has street view when you get near to your destination. So you can actually see the local area before you actually reach there really closely. You can also use the search feature. So you could type in, um, I don't know, Asian restaurant, and you would um, be able to get one near you. It's It looks good.
1: I'm not sure why people are saying um, um uh, they should point out where where um, uh, the speed cameras are. Because people are supposed to drive... Not not fast, so... Well,
0: if the other others have it, why shouldn't this? It's that kind of view. So, um, you can also find your destination by voice, so you could say something like, I don't know, Buckingham Palace in London, and it will search for it and take you there. You've got you've got other things like, could say, Starbucks, you can say Birking, it you'll find the nearest one. And the point of
1: this is, which I don't
0: like, is the fact that this has been out in the US for quite a while. So...
1: I'm going to ask my question again, and um, I think this is a no. Do um, you think this will be coming on any other phone? So, there has been
0: news released quite recently, actually, that it may be coming to the iPhone. But what um, Google has replied saying, a spokeswoman for Google, has said was, We are not confirming that it will be coming to the iPhone. Like, very recently. I think it was today, actually, that they announced... That it will not be coming to the iPhone. They have no plans for it to be coming to the iPhone. Well, they may have plans, but they're not telling us about them, essentially. They cannot confirm anything. And moving on to our next bit of news, which is that Sky is now offering truly unlimited 20 megabits per second broadband for free. Now, there is a catch. Well, quite a few catches. This is when small print comes in. So, to qualify for the free package, which is called Sky Everyday Light, users have to be Sky TV subscribers and signed up to Sky's talk phone service. And the worst thing ever, you are capped at 2 gigabytes a month. Not two, 2. 2 gigabytes. At 20 megabits per second, you could be doing some serious downloading. Not going to happen with 2 big gigabytes a month, oh,
1: is it? I think that, um... That um, these tiny things, although I think people would have preferred it if like, um, they did actually put a price tag. Because then um, some, some people might uh, not want um, uh, the two gigabyte, gigabyte cap.
0: cap. Well, actually, they also have another package, which they'll be introducing on June 1st. Which is called Sky Unlimited. And as you say, you can pay 750 a month and you get Truly Unlimited. Um, what's the word for it? Truly Unlimited broadband, broadband, essentially. And Sky say that there are no usage caps, fair use apologies, or traffic management.
1: I, I wonder if there's any small things... Not for
0: this, actually, which um, I've heard that they are actually the genuine only provider of um, non-metered bandwidth. And so we are going to go over to our international news, but first it's time for our sponsor, and this time it's SpidVid. SpidVid's about the four C's. Connecting, collaborating, creating, and compensating. Want to create more entertaining videos or short films but need the help from producers, actors, writers, directors or editors? Connect with the talent you need on SpidVid.com. Whether you're a professional or an up-and-comer who wants to share their talent and be part of an exciting project, be inspired by engaging in conversations with others. Also, become a fan on Facebook at facebook.com SpidVid or follow SpidVid on Twitter at twitter.com SpidVid. Quickly and easily set up your free profile now. And either lead a new production project or discover one that interests you. So this week has been media frenzy for um, Google blogs and everything. Everyone knows about... The biggest news, possibly, of the year. Yeah, I'm probably going to say this quite a few times, actually. It's the biggest news of the year. But this time, it is that the iPhone HD, which is so much rumoured, has actually been found in a bar. I know this sounds like a dodgy story. And, in fact, the guy did try to return it, apparently. He called up Apple, and he, um, he called up Apple Support, which, obviously, they do not know that they have a new iPhone coming out or even in the works, and they said, I found an iPhone in the bar. Pretty much the support person did not take him um, seriously. The guy goes, oh, I found an iPhone in the bar. The person goes, okay, that's, that was basically the conversation. I know that's, that's a bit of paraphrasing happening there, but no one was ever going to believe this
1: story. But in the end, it does seem to be true. I think... Um, but what I mean, he should have done is... Is, is, is the cold to move through with the iPhone?
0: Yeah, they As would in... not know. They would not know. So, what happened is, this iPhone was actually disguised in a case specifically made, so it looks like an iPhone 3GS. And this iPhone looks completely different when outside the case. You would... If you pick this up, you would say, wow, that is the new iPhone.
1: Um, can I just say, um... Um. Uh, I w- I wonder if this phone is locked or not. Like like oh, password protected. We will be getting to that.
0: So the developer lost the phone in a bar in Redwood City, and as I've said, it was camouflage, looked like an iPhone 3GS, and apparently the phone has been missing for around a month, and so it's been passed on from person to person, and it was um. A while ago it was posted on a big gadget blog and this weekend, this past weekend, Gizmo they got hold of it and actually paid $5,000 to get it and they've now got the, I say now but we'll be getting to what happens in a later bit and so they've, they took it apart and they found quite a few new features. So they've got a front facing video chat camera which is What everyone was hoping would be coming. Nothing radically different there. They've improved um, the regular back camera. It's It's noticeably larger than the iPhone 3GS. So that could mean a 5 megapixel camera. Which I've always wanted. It's got a camera flash. Which is a little LED. Useful as well. We've got micro sim instead of standard sim. Which, okay, I don't see why that's in there but... It is a prototype at the moment. It's got an improved display, so this is exactly um um what you wanted what I wanted is yeah. the five megapixel camera and the um the display. It's definitely not HD. Yeah. It's um nine sixty by six forty, which is almost HD. Six forty just need to add a few more lines and it would have been there.
1: I think it was one or two weeks ago when um we reported that O two said said that um that um, basically you could...
0: Do video calls. Yeah,
1: video calls with uh, your the iPhone. phone,
0: yeah. And it seems that, that um, that is true. So what else was there? They've also added... So they weren't actually able to sync it to the computer because obviously it does not recognise the device, but it recognises it as an iPhone, which means it is a genuine one. It also, um, when it comes to the connect to iTunes screen, it's a much higher resolution than on the 3 GS. And there looks to be a secondary mic um, at the top next to the headphone jack, which apparently for noise cancellation, which is hopefully going to be really good because one of the problems that people had with um, the iPhone is the call quality.
1: Um, uh, can I just go back to where uh, the front-facing camera part? Go on. Yeah, um, I've seen the photo, and basically, um, I think it looks horrible. How uh, like the camera is uh, like right, right uh, next to that. ...line on top of the iPhone. You can actually see it, because I cannot actually see yeah. it. And other notable improvements
0: are the fact that there are actually two buttons for the volume, which may solve some of the problems that some people are having with um editing the volume and editing, <laughs> increasing the volume. But it seems very unsteve jobs to actually add more buttons rather than remove, so... That may be an indication that it's not the most real-life I know on the market. I don't think this feature will actually be... Will make it into yeah. the... Fa- yeah, it's a prototype, so... Um, also, the power mute and volume buttons are all metallic, which um, is nice as well. So, the things that have changed are that the back is now flat. It's not kind of curved, and it would make sense because it allows... um.
1: Better balancing
0: I would would <laughs> But yeah, better balancing, but it makes it look a bit more like the iPad, is in the style, and that's, that's not bad. It looks a bit like a different kind of phone now. It just doesn't seem just shout iPhone to me anymore because even just curve curved back, um, it looks very metalish now. So it's got an aluminium border going around the outside. It's got a slightly smaller screen than the Fuji, than the Fujis, but actually high resolution, not. Looking forward to a smaller screen, to be uh, honest.
1: I, uh, I, do, I, I actually quite like um, like everything more um, metallic. I don't know why. It
0: just seems good. It looks clean. I've got to say that. Yeah. Um, it's actually 3 grams heavier, which Apple probably won't be saying. Whoa. Look, it's 3 grams heavier.
1: Really, well, I don't think 3 mm-hmm. uh, grams will do a massive difference.
0: It's got a 6% larger battery, which probably won't actually give you any extra um, extra battery life. <laughs> because of all the high-resolution screen, etc. And the internal components are now smaller um, to make room for the larger battery. So, the reason that they think it's actually real is just the fact that, imagine someone having to use Apple's components to design a functioning phone from scratch, and then like, leaking out as well. These are actually Apple components inside. It was recognised as an Apple thing. It has an Apple logo at the back. It has all the certifications at the back, which I don't know if that actually leads me to believe it's less true. If this is fake,
1: one person has done a
0: really, really good job. Yeah. And if it's not fake, I would not be surprised if the iPhone that does come out is going to be either much better or just very different, just to prove to people, oh, we don't have leaks at Apple. But can they do that from, what are we now in, April to June or July? So maybe it might actually delay the release of the next iPhone, which would not be good.
1: I've actually got, got um, uh, to say, like, um, uh, in the past 12 months, Apple has been... Less careful of, like, its product Especially raising. with this
0: one, nothing has happened like this. People uh, have always managed to speculate. Look, iPad. Yeah, the iPad, but that that was just speculation. No one knew... No one had any hint that an iPad was coming. Apart from, oh, they're buying 10-inch screens. With this, someone just lost it. There was no... Because when you have these blogs saying, oh, the next iPhone's going to have a 5-megapixel camera, for the most part, they do not know what they're talking about. And... Apple, for the most part, is actually very good at not, um, not leaking stuff like this, and all of its employees know that after something like this, there's gonna have to be a big change in the company. And the guy, if he's not fired, he will be killed. Okay, gonna... I don't know if they're that bad. So,
1: to so, so they couldn't
0: get it past um the connect to iTunes screens because obviously that they can't connect it as it has the. The soft, everything that was on it has been remotely wiped by Apple.
1: I wonder what apps are on there.
0: Also, according to the person who found it, this iPhone was running OS 4.0 before um the 4.0 announcement because they they already had the phone for that it was already lost um lost or they were just in possession of it because they they're already working on it. Um, the screen resolution does seem to be higher. It is recognized as an iPhone. Um, because Xcode and iTunes both see this as an iPhone. And uh, Mac OS X System Profiler also reports this as an iPhone in restore mode, which um, that's a natural consequence of remotely wiping the phone. But it does have a different um, product identifier to both the 3G and 3GS. Also uses microSIM. So um, this is going... I don't know if the microSIM kind of feature will make it to um, the UK. But if it does, it's not really that much difference. It's just going to make it even more difficult yeah. to get a SIM in and out of your phone. Also, the fact that it was in a camouflage case, if it was just fake, they might have just left it lying around. And the fact that
1: um, people... they opened it up
0: and they see Apple components all over inside it.
1: Although what the person m- might have done if this was fake might be that that basically they uh, broke off an old iPhone and put it in into this new one. Although I think that's very un- un- unlikely to be honest. And and compared um this new iPhone to uh, the VGS, it seems like this one is better, like better looking.
0: See so, yeah, I have to disagree with that. I'm, it's grown on me over the past week, but it's 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 not the best looking iPhone I've seen. I'd actually like some of the concepts that people come up with better.
1: But I do actually like this and I've gotta massively disagree with you to be honest. And I think we uh, we will both ha- ha- will have this mini war against if it looks good or bad. So
0: So yeah Yeah. Moving on to our next story about Microsoft See, we do cover both Apple, Microsoft and Google here, so you were fair like that. No. And although okay. I don't think many To linux. be fair, this is not really exciting, is it? <laughs> no. Um it's basically finalized Office twenty ten. So it's now been released to manufacturer, It's in RTM mode, so they finalized it. It's now essentially gone off for, being, for printing, so to speak. So it's the final in- engineering milestone of a product release and it's going to be out. and we I don't think they have actually announced um, the release date, but they're taking pre-orders for office on its online store. And then one that buys Office 2007 now does get a free upgrade to
1: 2010. Yeah, um, uh, to be honest, that the um uh, the only reason I I I would would be getting Office um uh, 2010 is that if I um if um uh, I guess a new um computer yeah a new operating system.
0: With yeah, but you yeah. still have to pay for it. So with, yeah. I probably would just stick with 2007. But I I do want to try 2010. Yeah. I I can't remember if I've tried the beta or not now. But um, from screenshots at least it does look quite nice. Very similar to Office 2007 look wise, but reviews have been very positive from people. So this next story was actually I find this really fascinating, and it was the digital photocopiers are loaded with secrets, according CBS News. So they went out and. They um, bought some some digital copying machines. So these are essentially the copying machines that you get in the office, the ones that you can actually print to. And what they actually do, shockingly enough, is that they have a hard drive in them. See, you wouldn't actually think of them having a hard drive in them. It's a printer, for God's sake. Why would there be a hard drive in a printer?
1: Well, it's, a, it's, it's not completely a printer, to be honest. So it's a printed thing. It's a print and
0: photocopy. Yeah. You don't have to be so silly, Stefano. And these, so it makes sense. They have job queues. So once one printer um, file gets done, it goes on to the next one, and continually. So it has somewhere to save the documents. And what's actually been happening is that as these get disposed the of, people are finding them and finding all these documents on them. So. If you've ever photocopied something like a, I don't know, one of your personal documents, your passport, chances are there is an image of that on the hard drive, and I assume that they'd get overwritten eventually. But yeah. there's no, there's nothing to say that they would be, and this is just so fascinating to me. They, the fact that, the fact that it has a hard drive in it would seem pretty simple, maybe even to um, people that work in IT. Um, which manage the prints, it seems, okay, why wouldn't it have a hard drive? But to me, that's a fascinating idea in itself. But the fact that it's it's actually going and keeping your documents on there, even after PrintQ is finished, I think is amazing. And, but this is not a good story. The problem is, most of the time these machines are not disposed of properly. They don't take the hard drive out. And what that means is that
1: people are... People will be succumbing to benefit fraud. Yeah, and um, to be honest, what shocks most about this thing is that this isn't on CNN. It's actually on CBS because C- um, CBS owns well, it
0: CBS news. So um, yeah, they. So I can't believe that's what shocked you most. But that's... yes, it is actually. So and going on to our is this ultimate, our last or um, penultimate yeah, news. Penultimate. It's our penultimate piece of news. And this is about Facebook. So, what it's done is, you know Google Docs? Well, they're doing the right one. So, Microsoft has bought fantastic domain docs.com. And you'll be able to essentially log in with your Facebook ID. And it has quite a few social features. So, you'll be able to collaborate with documents in the same way that you can with um with Google Docs. But people are saying that this is going to try and mix your personal and um private life. Which it is actually essentially doing because... I see the most likely reason for this um, being used is when you, if you're a student and you you're on Facebook and you just want to do a document together. I've, I see that use case use case being a very very big one for this.
1: Yeah, I think this is sort of a good I- idea because not everyone has a Gmail, and and um uh, and I don't think like people want to be like sending like emails like every. Five um five minutes to see what they've been doing, so I yeah, think fa- it's fa-
0: it's Facebook. collaboration and Facebook. Yeah. Most people have an account, so it works well. And to our final piece of news, which is about Adobe, and so what happened was with the OS four point update, Apple um also updated its um developers terms of service to say that they can no longer develop with anything apart from Apple tools. So, um, Adobe had to be planning in CS5, Creative Suite 5, to release a, a, how can you, how can I put this, like a development tool that you develop in Flash, and then you'd be able to export to iPhone, and that would be the app. Apple did not like this, so it basically said, you can't do anything that's not developed with our own, um, developer tools, and now Adobe has said, okay, we've quit doing it, forget Flash, they... They just say that there's there's no point. If Apple's going to keep on rejecting them, there's no point in them wasting their time and, and giving these features to their users because Apple's just not going to let them
1: submit these apps anyway. I think this is really Apple's... This is Apple... No, no. No, no? Yeah, no, no. Because a downfall, I'll say...
0: No, it's not. This well,
1: not. I, I would say a major downfall...
0: It I doesn't make any like... difference for Apple in the end because all that's going to happen is the developers are going to end up Developing for their platform and not developing for Android. But what it might mean is quite a few of them say, okay, we're not doing this
1: anymore. We're going to develop for Android if you're going to put all these restrictions on us. What I'm trying to say is that I think that that maybe this might have made a bit more complex apps than actual Apple's... um, Standard one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We'll see how it works out. Um, We are kind of a bit short for time, so we're just going to um to wrap this up very very soon now i just want to add a quick note um here we will be reading out a few emails but firstly i would really like to thank spidvid.com for sponsoring us take a look at their website spidvid.com thanks for listening to the tech uk podcast you can email us at techukpodcast at com. You can subscribe to us, keyword TechUK. You can also find our website at techukpodcast.blogspot.com and subscribe at feeds.feedburner.com slash techukpodcast. Please, all you ask of you is that you tell all your friends about the podcast that you listen to, TechUK Podcast, tell them how they should listen to it. Share the word. This is free for you. So enjoy it and share the news. And if you'd like to listen to gaming news, you can actually listen to the Gaming UK podcast, which is also released every Friday. See you next week. Bye. Goodbye.